What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Over on the phone is JW in North Carolina. I got a quick question for you. I thought, I took my kids to a, my first concert I've been to in several years, but uh, it, when the lead singer's singing up there, they, they got earpieces in their ears. What are those earpieces for? Is it like they're playing their own music in there so they don't forget the words while they're up there singing? No, so there are two ways when you're on stage to listen to the band play. One through monitors, which are speakers down below. But you got to imagine if, and I don't know who you saw. Where'd you, who'd you see and where'd you see them? Leonard Skinner in Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, so there were thousands of people there, right? So these speakers, they can either hear a speaker come through open air, which is just kind of like a broad version of what's happening behind them, like listening to a speaker in the backyard. Or they can put their ears in, which seal off sound, and you can hear every instrument being played in your ears so you can you can sing exactly to the music. Um, so, and, and most people like ears. Some people like to have the monitors up front. Or some people, like when Eddie and I play, I like both because I like taking my ears out and then still be able to have an idea of what's happening behind me. But all that is is it's just all the band playing, basically headphones, so they can hear it and seal off all the crowd. Now, the weird thing is when people have their ears in and they're asking the crowd to sing along, they can't hear the crowd sing along. Right. They'll put microphones sometimes in the crowd, but there's a delay on it coming back. So what those ears are, it's just so you can hear the band playing behind you and nothing else. At times, there's a microphone on the stage, a little inside baseball here. If you see a lead singer go back and talking to a microphone like in the middle of the stage, but you don't hear it over the top, he's actually saying something to his band that only the band can hear in their ears. And so he may go like, hey, guys, we're going to uh, not do song three. Instead, we're going to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. All right, let's go. It's and good he'll stuff, walk back, man. He'll walk back to the main microphone. Yeah. So that's what that is, JW. It's just so he can hear the band better. Ah, I got you. All right, cool. All right, thank you for the call. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yep, see ya. My, I, I think because I wear ears doing this show, I don't wear big headphones. Yeah. I think I'm losing my hearing. What? I don't know if it's from years and years of headphones or if it's from now I wear these ears for hours a day. But Kalen will say something. It sounds like this. Like, what? And I have the TV up loud. And she's like, why is the TV so loud? I'm like, what do you mean? It's perfect. It's like right right in the middle where it should be. So it could be a a lot of factors. I'm 41. Been wearing headphones forever. (laughs) I don't know. Getting old, man. But I can... Feel my hearing getting a little bit worse. Are you experiencing this? I think. This at all? I, I mean, I don't think I have hearing loss, but I do think I have to listen to things louder than anybody else in my home. So yeah, I, it could be years and years of headphones. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, you? Oh, for sure. E- even not only do I need everything loud when there's complete silence, I hear ringing. That's oh, crazy. That's not good. Sometimes when there's complete silence, someone's saying kill three people. Oh, okay, no, that's crazy. Hey, I don't know. You guys don't hear someone whispering kill three people? No. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, me either. Me either, man. man. You guys are crazy. Who thinks that? All right. Hey, thank you for the call, JW. Okay, it is time to open up that mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Oh, Bobby Bones. So currently, my husband does not wear a wedding ring. I've bought him four different rings. We've been together 10 years. Two of them were rubber rings, including his most recent one, and they ended up ripping because he does not take care of them. He wears them in the shower, swimming, working out, working on his truck, etc. He has lost the tungsten ring I bought him and now doesn't have any rings. I am tired of buying him new rings. 
There is some trauma for me related to him not wearing a wedding ring that involves his original ring. Too much for me to get into, but all I need to say is it's very important to me that he wears a ring. Yeah. I think we can read between the lines I there. So too. I have asked him multiple times to buy a new ring. Do I have the right to be upset that he has not made this a priority? How do I approach this? Thanks for any advice. Sincerely, aggravated wife who is tired of nagging. I have a rubber ring right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have me two, too. I have two rings. I have the rubber and I have the nice one. The nice one, I can't keep on my hand without fiddling with. I just It's too big, so I wear the rubber one. And I don't, maybe I don't work on my hands enough. That's what I was going to say. Do you work on your car with your rubber ring? No, the only time that it ever has any sort of uh, issue is my dog likes to come up and start chewing on it. Stanley does. Mm-hmm. But you go to him and just go, wear the freaking ring. That, that You get to say that as the wife. You tattoo him in his sleep. Okay. What? That's not He's going to wake thing. up, Amy. That the hurts. first time you touch him, he's going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get one dot on him. <laughs> and you're also not going to get a needle to tattoo somebody. <laughs> yeah, you have every right to go up to him and go, you have to wear your ring. I will keep supplying you rubber rings. This ring costs like $22. Hey, you guys are on to something. What if she says, yes, you have to wear your ring, and if you don't, you're getting a tattoo? Boom. Does a tattoo really matter, though? Well, the, he has no he choice. Might not yeah, want what is one. she going to do? Take, get a gun out and make him go to the tattoo parlor and be like, "Yeah, right, okay, cool." Well, she could present his idea. Maybe he'll. Maybe he hasn't <laughs> thought of that, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I can do a tattoo ring." But if he has no tattoos, he's not going to get a tattoo <laughs> yeah. ring. Yeah, you have the right as the wife to tell him to wear his ring, especially if there's an issue with what we think happened. You bring up that issue, just kind of like tell him, "Hey, you not have- at first. Oh. Hey, husband, it you really can, it really bothers me yeah. that you're not wearing your ring. I know that they continue to wear off of your hand. I've bought you ten. And you give him all the rubber rings. Yeah, when you don't wear your ring, it makes me feel blank. And then if he doesn't, then you have a bigger issue because it's just about respect to you more than it is the ring. As you continue to ignore the fact that I would like for you to wear a ring and you don't, it makes me feel blank. Well, not good. It's it's constantly being not good. (laughs) Right. And if he's not seeing the value in your feelings, then yeah, this is a bigger problem than the ring. It's bigger than the ring. Mm -hmm. It's about... You, the wife, not feeling comfortable that he's not wearing the ring because of something that's happened in the past. I would imagine, had he not done something in the past, it wouldn't be as big of an issue. Yeah. But because he messed around and messed around. Well, we're we're leaping to that. Amy, we read between the lines. She said said, trauma Uh in the first ring, something like that. Like Bobby said. All I'm saying is he has to wear the ring. If you want to wear the ring, it's a respect thing between you two more than it is about something on your finger. Yeah. At the end of the day, this could be about something that's totally not even ring related. If he's just ignoring your feelings on it, that's yes. the problem. Yes. So here's our advice. Go. Here's my advice. Practical advice. Order like 10 of them online if you can. And then. Maybe you get a deal. And say, here you go, buddy. Here's all your rings. If they wear off, great. But keep it on. I keep mine on all the time. The rubber one. I don't even feel like it's on. So he should wear the ring. The end. Anyone want to argue with that? All right, I mean, cool. <laughs> it's his finger. It's his decision. Lunchbox. Well, Lunchbox I'm, doesn't wear a ring. I don't wear all. a ring. I mean, I wear a ring for big occasions. Like, I'll put my ring on if we're going to something nice. But besides that, I don't wear a ring. That but is if crazy. You, but if you had an issue that you're with your wife, let's say you messed around on your wife, and she was like, nope. When you messed around, it's because you didn't wear a ring and you acted like you were single. So now you must wear a ring all the time. You would wear a ring. Uh, yeah, you would. My finger, my ring. Yeah, you would. All right, you have every right to be aggravated, so go enforce that, but enforce it with an option of or rings for him. Or tattoo. In a sleep. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right, thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. 
on the Bobby Bones Show now. Calista Clark. Hey, Calista, how are you? Good, how are you? Hey, doing pretty good. So let's talk about all this like crazy success. It seems like that I've seen you uh, kind of popping up everywhere recently, but you've been at this a long time, right? Is this kind of an overnight thing or it, the truth of it's been you've been grinding away for a long time, posting videos, trying to make it? Yeah, it always seems like it's overnight. <laughs> but no, I've been singing since I could talk. I grew up singing in my granddad's church that he's the pastor of. And I've been posting videos to my social media since I was 13. And that's how my manager, Scooter Braun, and hit, and then Scott Borchetta with Big Machine saw me for the first time. So I've been writing songs and in Nashville since I was 13. How does that work where you get a message from somebody of prominence, like a DM, and that you actually believe it? Because the only people that message me like that are like fake Scotty McCreary's or fake Cole Swindell's asking for money. <laughs> Scotty McCrary, like one, 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 the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. <rain. laughs> um, it was really crazy. So actually Scooter's partner, Allison Kay emailed my mom and she remembered both of their names from the Justin Bieber documentary. And funny enough, I actually work with Justin's vocal coach, Jan Smith out of Atlanta. So we sent it to her and we were like, is this real? is this for real? Are you sure? And it was, and I was meeting Scooter and Allison at his house the next week. Was it true that you posted a Creative Clearwater revival video? And that's one of the videos that really got people paying attention to you. It was the video. It has um, 28 million views on my Facebook. Wow. And yeah, that's the one that Allison and Scott and Scooter and everyone saw it changed my life. So when they start reaching out to you, does your life I mean, do you like uh, hop out of school? Do you, I, I mean, how does your life change when like real dope people are saying, hey, we want to work with you? It was really crazy. Honestly, for me, I decided that I wanted to be homeschooled and really try and pursue music six months before I, before that video did what it did. So it was like, I think I really want to do this. And I was posting to my social media regularly. And that one was the one to just really blow up. I mean, before that, I had one that got 100,000 views and we were very excited about that. So this one was, <laughs> this one was pretty crazy. What What is your, your town like? How do you say it? Zebulon, Georgia? Zebulon. Yes. Most people think it sounds like a planet, but it is not. <laughs> Zebulon. Yeah. It was, what's in Zebulon? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> some people, some, a few. <laughs> that's it do you guys have like a dollar we have in my hometown we're 700 people we just have a dollar general built outside the city limits but there's no traffic light we have one little shop called the yum yum shop like what does zebulon have they have post office traffic lights nice yeah there's some traffic lights we have um a really pretty courthouse on our square there's a dairy queen and some schools and some Dollar Generals, and that's about it. <laughs> you got a Dairy Queen. A dairy, having a Dairy Queen is a pretty baller for a small town, though. It is, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> the Dairy Queen, that's all we have. Your song, It's Because I Am, is in the top 20 right now. What's the story behind this song? I was writing with Laura Veltz and Cameron James, two of my favorite people and favorite songwriters, and I just started ranting to Laura about being a young girl in this industry, especially just trying to figure out, you know, who I am as an artist and as a teenager and as a person. And while I was trying to navigate myself, you know, in this, in this industry, it's so hard. And so she just kind of started recording me as I was talking to her about things that I had experienced, whether that was 
a rude sound guy or some random guy that was rude to me at a Starbucks in Nashville or whatever. And I was ranting to her and um, it just all kind of came from there. It was just a sassy, fun song to boost my confidence. And here we are now top 20. (laughs) Yeah, here we are. Did your family think it's pretty cool that you have a top 20 song and they can hear it on the radio? Yes, it never gets old, honestly. I mean, anytime my family sends me like that they hear it on the TV or on a channel, they're on vacation and it's playing in Florida or just things like that. It never gets old. It's amazing. So what's happening for the holidays with you? My grandparents own a Christmas tree farm. So it's kind of Christmas year round for us. And we're going to be working on the tree farm when I get home. And then a lot of family time and all the fun Christmas things. It is Macy's wish list Wednesday which is why Callista is here with us. And, you know, there are, there's a lot of holiday shopping in full swing with gifts, $50 and under. Do you guys have any sort of limit, Callista, that you guys will spend like, okay, we can buy each other a gift, but we can't go over like 50 bucks? I think there's always a limit, but I don't know what that limit would be. <laughs> this year, me and my sister, we're both going to redecorate our rooms and that gets expensive pretty quick. So <laughs> we'll see. Well, if you get any more popular, any more famous, you're going to be the one that's expected to buy all the really expensive gifts. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> uh, on Macy's Wishlist Wednesday, you know, there's fragrance sets from Burberry. There's pajama sets for the family, kid-made modern shrink art jewelry kits. So check out Macy's.com slash wishlist to build your own wishlist for all your gifting needs. And once you make your wish list, go to Macy's.com slash believe, and you can write a letter to Santa because for every letter submitted to Santa online, Macy's donates a dollar to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which helps grant wishes to kids who are fighting critical illnesses. Calista, let me ask you one more question. You just turned 18 this year. Have you done any of the following? One, buy a lottery ticket. Two, get a tattoo. Three, get a credit card. No. <laughs> None. Okay. No. We're over. Honestly, though, like me turning 18, it has changed nothing. Like it feels exactly the same. (laughs) Well, the the only thing you can really do, I guess, is vote. Other than that, it's pretty much the same. Well, listen, it's it's been great talking to you and we're going to play your song right now. And uh, thanks to Macy's for setting this up. And again, Macy's.com slash wish list. Calista, it's been uh, nice to talk to you for the first time. I know. So nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you through a screen. Yes. That all, no. One day in real life person. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Maddie and Tay are releasing new music next year. They're dropping Through the Madness Volume 1 on January 28th. It will feature collaborations with Morgan Stapleton and Lori McKenna. Garth Brooks is returning to Las Vegas for two intimate shows at Dolby Live at Park MGM on February 4th and 5th. Tickets for the two shows go on sale December 22nd. Jason Aldean is guaranteeing a white Christmas for his family with a trip this year. You know, this year we decided to sort of take everybody on a family trip, on a family ski trip for Christmas. So we're doing that. And, uh, you know, it's it's probably the first time I'll uh, I'll be around snow at Christmas ever so it's uh, you know it'll be fun I'm Morgan number two that's your skinny it's time for the good news with Bobby tell me something good 15 year old Jack Rico earned a bachelor degree from UNLV making him the youngest person to earn a degree from the school in its 64 year history 15 years old, got a four-year degree. He started at UNLV in August of 2020 when he was just 13. He came to the school 
having already earned four associate's degrees. <laughs> That's wild. The teen was on a traditional school trajectory until he failed third grade. Then he decided, I don't like how I'm being taught. He became homeschooled and then started learning everything his own way. After graduation, he's like, hey, listen, I'm going to play some PS5 for a while. So, like, he's still 15. <laughs> but he's going to go get his master's degree. When wow. does he start working? I mean, when does a big company hire this kid? I don't know. I I don't think he wants to go to work. No, I think he's he just wants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? So I don't know the answer to that. I don't think he's like aiming to get in the workforce. Uh, great story. Good good for you, Jack Rico. It also shows you everybody doesn't learn the same. That's right. Like he failed a grade, but the kid who failed the grade was also one of the smartest kids around. Like everyone doesn't take in like you're quote unquote supposed to take in. Yeah, that's why I failed classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way I was being taught. Exactly. And then you decided to do what? Um, drop out. Yes. And then, but then, like, you did. <laughs> then I got on the radio and look at me now. Yeah. Look at you now. All right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone in Maryland is Jennifer. Would you like a, a chance at $100, Jennifer? Yes, I would. Okay. I would love it. Let's play Never Gonna Get It. You're never gonna get it. This is a really difficult question. That I don't think you're going to get, but you'll have multiple chances. Jennifer, you will get to guess. Then you can pick someone on the show to guess. And then we'll flip a coin. And that's how you win the prize. It's 100 bucks, courtesy of the Op Games. Okay, here's the question. The combined value of these holiday staples is about $9,000. What are they? The combined value of these, something really known during the holidays, is $9,000, maybe a little more. What is Whoa. it? Think about that, guys. Jennifer, you think about it, too, because I'm going to ask you first. Is everybody in? Yeah. yeah. Morgan, Eddie, Lunchbox, Sammy. Okay, Jennifer, you get to go first. Any guess? $9,000. Um... The combined value of these holiday staples is about nine thousand dollars. Oh, mm-hmm. what? What? Toys. Are, toys. Okay. Not okay. Is it? Is it toys? It's not toys. Okay. Now, Jennifer, here's how round two works. You can pick Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan to represent you. And we're gonna win. If you pick me, you're gonna win a hundred dollars. Uh, I'll go with Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Did you not just hear me, Jennifer? Wow, okay. wow, Okay, she went with Eddie. Okay. Eddie, how do you feel? Not good at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Jennifer, I've never won this ever. You know what? I'll throw a lunchbox into Jennifer as well. He's Love so it. sure about yeah, it. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Wow. Okay. Uh, Amy, what do you have? I have, I, I, I'm going to say in the beginning, I've heard this is way more than 9,000, but I'm just going to go with a different accounting, I guess, the 12 days of Christmas. Okay, does anyone else have that? I have that. It is okay. the items from the 12 days of Christmas. That is right. Three French hens, two turtle doves. Okay, dust, Eddie, do you have anything? No, do you have that? I do not have okay, that. Okay, well, it's not that. They're wrong. Oh, oh yes! Because okay. I heard that was $48,000 if you bought everything. Well, that is uh, not but right. I thought that was discounted. So, Eddie, you actually have the only chance for her to win 100 bucks before wow. it makes a coin flip. You could do it. I could, but like I said, I've never won, never going to get it. I have no idea right now, but I'm going to guess the big tree at Rockefeller. Huh? The big Christmas tree at it's Rockefeller be way more Plaza. Than that. Okay. Is it? 
before <laughs> paying us. <laughs> okay, so she can flip a coin. She can flip a coin. Oh, okay. great. Yeah. Um, Jennifer, that's not right, and I'll tell you the answer in a second. Okay. But we can flip a coin for you to win 100 bucks. Okay. Would you like... Or she can do odds or even on the on the dice. Which would you like to play? Coin flip or odds or even? Uh, we'll go with the coin flip. Okay, heads or tails, call it. Heads. Amy, what does that say down there? She just picked heads, it is. Heads! heads! Yay! Wow, you missed it every Yay! step. And just won. <laughs> she won Look at that. Uh, you won 100 bucks, courtesy of our friends at the Op Games. Be sure to check out Blank Slate, or be sure to check out Hughes and Q's, two great gifts. Um, okay, well, here's the answer. The combined value of these holiday staples is about $9,000, maybe a little more this year. It is because each one will run you $1,000 around. There's a hint. Huh? Each, each one of these one. will run you about $1,000. That's it. Santa's reindeer. Nobody got it, but she is the winner. Congratulations, uh, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, great. $100 right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. okay. Right. Amy, how should she feel? I, she should feel good. Oh, she should feel so no, good. No, huh? You messed it up. You said, how should she feel? Yeah. You didn't say, Amy, how do you feel? If I, Eddie, how uh, should she feel? I, I feel good. Well, oh, I feel or, so or, good. Or you, or, you could go, or you could go, well, she should feel like this. I feel good. Uh, oh, I feel so good. Uh, oh. There you go. Sorry. We'll uh, get it. Wait, well, I don't think we will. <laughs> you know, we've been on this about six months and not yeah. a single listener has jumped in. Oh, well. But we will not stop. All right, Jennifer, you hang out. We'll give you your hundred bucks and thank you for listening, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. We had a company Christmas party. I was not able to go because I wasn't in town. But who went to the party? I Me. Did. Morgan, Lunchbox, Scuba Steve. Did it Abby? Abby. Abby went. Those are you four went to the Christmas party. Yes. yes. Morgan, what was the party like? I mean, it was like just a bunch of work people in a room eating and drinking. It wasn't anything like super crazy. It was more like a happy hour, I guess you could say. Oh, a happy hour Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. with appetizers and food. Really good. <laughs> okay. Amy, you just you just turned around. Like, well, I'm interested. What yeah. happened? Well, a little birdie has come to me and told me a couple different stories. And so, Morgan, did you tell me a story? I told you Okay, a story. all right. I'm going to let you go first, Morgan. <laughs> okay. Well, so this this restaurant we went to was super awesome and gave us $15 gift cards after the event. It was like, hey, come back and see us. Super nice. So their goal was to give everybody a $15 gift card, which was just enough to have repeat, repeat business. Yes, okay. for people to come back. Yeah. And so everybody took theirs, no big deal. But Lunchbox over here went to all corners of the room to get three different gift cards to have $45 to go back to this restaurant. And then he bragged about it to everybody. So everybody's sitting here like, wait, why did I only get 15? And Lunchbox is like, I got 45. Baller move. Because they want you to come back and only give you $15. That's not going to pay for the whole meal. But if you get $45, guess what, honey? Let's go on a date night. I got gift cards. And I got three of them. What up? But were they really just trying to get 15 bucks to each person? Yes, to each person so that all of these like 70 people that are there will come back. That's a lot of business for them. Do you think he took someone else's gift cards? No. Yes. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Morgan, do you think Lunchbox took someone's gift card? Well, we had to RSVP to this event and say that we were going, which meant they knew how many people were supposed to be in attendance, right? And everybody who... RSVP'd went, according to, like, our boss. And so they likely only had that many gift cards ready. Lunchbox, your turn. 
Uh, I didn't see them. Anybody going, oh, wait, I didn't get one. Everybody there got one. Some people just used the system and got three. Some people are smarter than others. If you want to sit there and be passive and say, hey, I'll just take 15. But if you're willing to give me 45, hey, I'll take 45. Was the conversation? Did you guys do a check in? Okay, who got their gift cards? No, we no, didn't but do a not not one person was like, "What? I didn't get one." Like, hey, how come there's a shortage? The the manager had a stack. I mean, the manager of the restaurant had a big old box of them and was just handing them out like candy, like trick or treat, trick or treat, or happy holidays. And so I went to one side of the room, other side of the room, <laughs> other corner, boom. But why didn't you just go? I'll take forty five dollars then at one time. Well. He said, oh, yeah, we're just giving them one per person. Cool. So he went. Exactly. <laughs> okay, um, now the not, truth comes out. Well, now did, the, he not, did he not get recognized just bouncing from one no, corner to the he next? He drew a mustache on a Sharpie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like to get my heart, please. Because one time he's coming and I had my back to him and I just kind of stuck my hand out like, oh, here oh. you go. And another part, you know, time. And the I'm, truth comes out. Yeah, yeah, he was I mean, very strategic about how he did Very strategic. It. And I got $45, so I'm going to get a free meal with my wife next time I go. Everybody else, huh, you're going to spend your own money. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. There was that time, I mean, we could probably think of multiple examples, but I remember we were doing something with St. Jude and they were giving out like North Face backpacks. Oh, yeah. and, he kept and going. everybody backstage got one and he walked out with I think like, three. No, yeah, four. Oh, four. yeah, four, four <laughs> backpacks on. Four. And I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, one for each of my kids and then for their my, kids. For their yeah. kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, and Lunchbox brought up Abby. You want to talk about embarrassing. Okay. Oh, go. my gosh. No, no, no. Amy. Well, you just look for reasons to get on her now, Amy, don't you? Amy. What? What? They hired professional carolers to come in, and oh. they are up there singing, and Abby thinks, oh, I'm good enough, and just goes up there and starts singing with them. <laughs> Abby, is that true? They invited me. No. no. They did invite you? Yes. How did they yes, invite you? Yes, one of them came out and no. talked to me and asked if I wanted to come out. No, 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 no. They are all dressed up, and they're like an acapella group, and they are all dressed up in their garb, and Abby's sitting there with her drink, and they're like, oh, yeah. I'll go up there. I'm going to start singing. I can sing, and she goes in there and oh, crashes okay, the now party. Let's, let's now check in on the truth. We've all had our minute to yell things. Oh, great. I think Lunchbox <laughs> is pulling up video. Oh, no, I got no. a picture. Abby, did someone come to you and ask you to come sing with them? Yes, they honestly did. Would you have ever just jumped up and said, I'll sing? <laughs> no. If I had a lot to drink, maybe. But no, I wouldn't do that because they were their, yeah, they were their own group. Which is more embarrassing? Lunchbox having his back turned asking for more gift cards or Abby <laughs> being mean, asked to and then hopping up and singing with the acapella group? Lunchbox. Lunchbox, 100%. Morgan, what's your what's your take on Abby's situation? I see why it could be embarrassing because they were dressed in like Carol or outfits, like full-blown Like outfits. from the 1800s. Yes. Yeah, and they're holding the books between two. Like there's four people and there's two <laughs> there, two people are sharing the books. And you can see Abby looking over the girl's shoulder trying to see the book to see what the song they're singing. There is no one saw Abby get approached about coming to sing. <laughs> she did. just went up there and started singing. No. And it is absolutely embarrassing. What'd you sing, Abby? Oh, what song was it? I don't even remember. Too drunk to remember. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> they were very inclusive. No, she was like, come on, get on in here. Look did, at So them. they knew no. that you're a singer? Uh, one of them did, because he works here. One uh, of the carolers? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do That's know, why he Do you was... know him? Uh, yes, I've met him one time. Okay. John. <laughs> okay, well, who's more embarrassing? Let's let's pull the room. Oh, Lunchbox. Lunchbox, for sure. You Lunchbox. Scuba. Abby. Abby. Oh, oh was there. She stole the thunder from that group. It was their time of year to do it. And she comes in like the drunk aunt and starts singing. It was so weird and so awkward. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> but they asked her. No, sure they did. No, they did not. Abby, look at look, Abby, look me in the eyes. 
Did they ask you? Yes. You can oh. ask John. Who's, who's John? He's the guy. He's oh, one okay. of the carolers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> one of the the carolers. guy Abby's met one time, and he's already inviting her to sing with his group. He totally did. Okay, well, that's my point, right? Who you do you think? You can't take us anywhere. I know, but Scuba's saying it's Abby, which makes me And he was wonder. there, I know. He was there. Well, maybe what Abby did was more awkward, but Lunchbox did was more dishonest. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just, we both lose. Everybody loses. We lose as a show. Here's a voicemail from Kimmy in Maryland. I just had a question of who gets picked to be on um, Morgan Number Two's Best Fits of the Week. Is it a rotation? Who's available? How does that work? Anyways, love the show. Wish I could remember how long I've been listening, but it's been a, quite a while, and it really makes my day. Everybody thinks you're my best friend. Thanks. That's the biggest compliment we can get. That, and I stayed in my car extra to listen to a bit, but now you can just get online and hear it. So that's you know throws a, a wrinkle into it. Morgan, what's the story here? So it's basically just who's available and the rotation. It's kind of a mix, but people have to stay like an extra hour and a half after the show. So it's really kind of Oh, food. it's hard to book guests. Even though the guests are- <laughs> oh, when Morgan asks, it's normally like, hey, um, <laughs> you guys have extra time. Can you do the thing, the, the podcast on? Yeah. <laughs> That's how she asks. It's up every Saturday. Yeah, every Saturday. The best bits of the week. And then Morgan has someone on the show as a guest. It's a really good podcast. You may go, well, I heard everything. But it's still really good because there's also Morgan talking to somebody on the show and getting their opinion on what's been going on. The show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a mom has sparked quite the debate online because she's got five kids. And if one of them gets invited to a birthday party, she brings them all. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Her kids range from four months old to nine years old. Well, I don't know the full story if she's doing it because, like, this is just how I live my life, how we live our life. We do it together. Or can she not find care? If there's a practical reason she's doing it, I understand. But the ages are so different that I don't think all the kids should go to a party just because one does. So she doesn't feel comfortable just dropping a kid off solo at a party and her husband works long hours. So then her other kids, she'd have to figure something out. So that's her reason for doing it. She does always check with the parents beforehand. But even as a mom who's throwing a party, you already have a bunch of kids at your house. So she stays at the party there. It's not like she just drops all five of her kids off. Look at this mom's name. Is her name uh, Producer Eddie? No. (laughs) Uh, We don't do that. Helicopter parent Supreme? Gina Wilder. But she says, hey, we give great gifts. So that's that's weird. I'll go ahead and, and commit. You can drop your kid off at a party with other kids. Or then don't send them to the party. Like if you don't trust the, the party, don't send them to the party, right? Yeah. Eddie? I mean, yeah, I'm with you. We don't do that. I'm telling you, I understand what she's doing, but we don't do that crap because usually I have nothing going on on a Saturday, which is when the parties are. So half the kids stay with me and then she takes like two of them. Yeah. I mean, I see. I think she's coming from a good place with this. I don't think she's trying to be like, right. oh, free party. I'm bringing my whole family. <laughs> but it's just it's like a huge debate online. People are slamming her for it. And I don't think it's all that bad. Uh, a human punching bag. Ever heard of it? Uh, me grades four through nine. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. No, I meant like, okay, as an adult, like profession. Because oh, no, there's no. this guy and that's what he does for like to make extra money. He's uh, like a stress coach, I guess. He said most of his clients are women, actually 70% of them. And their strength, he says, is equivalent to boys age 14 years old. So it really doesn't hurt him that bad, but he has to limit it to four customers a day. One, does he wear like a bodysuit? I don't know. Does he he have ripped abs? (laughs) Like these are all things I need to know. (laughs) But that's interesting because in similar fashion, when I was 
nine, there was a kid named Corey that used to eat loogies for a dollar. So what? weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it's disgusting. Eat other people's <laughs> yeah. oh. for a dollar? That's how he made money. So I get it. I mean, we couldn't do that anymore because uh, I could feel like well, that kids could. Kids could. Kids aren't regulated by anything. Yeah, but I feel like back in the day, if this segment would have come up, you would have been like, bring the wheel, lunchbox, spit a loogie. <laughs> I know, no, no, no. All right, what else? Well, this is cool. Keith Urban is in a movie called Back to the Outback. It's an animated film, and it's now out on Netflix. So, so something... he voiced in the movie. Yeah, he voiced. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a toad named Doug. <laughs> Here's a clip. The is can't see it. She can do no wrong. He turn his back on his best friend if he put her down. Oh, hey there, guys. I didn't see you. Well, don't just stand there. Come on in. Pull up a chair. Chill. It's like, uh, like Keith, though. It sounds like Keith taking a bath. Here's the movie description. It sounds Ty- like Keith taking a bath with food in the bathtub and flies are around him. No, he's a toad. He's okay, a toad. Okay. Tired of being locked in a reptile house where humans gawk at them like they're monsters, a group of Australia's deadliest creatures plots a daring escape from the zoo. Ooh. Do you know the song he was singing? When a man loves a woman. When a man yeah. loves a woman. Yeah. Who uh, sings it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Michael Bolt. Doug the Toad? Yeah. yeah. Michael Bolt. <laughs> Isla Fisher, Eric Bana, Kylie Minogue, they're all also in the movie. Again, right. it's streaming. Is it on. Eric Bana or Eric Benet? Mike, how do you say his name? Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Oh. He did the worst version of that movie ever oh. back in the day. It is Bana? All right, there you go. I call him Eric Benet. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So let me tell you about Dave Schmidt. He's a guy in Michigan that likes Taco Bell. He's like asking the lady that works there, why is this RV parked here? I just, I notice it. What's up with that? Turns out she'd been living in the RV with her son because they got kicked out of their house during the pandemic. They became homeless. Once he found out, he was like, you know what? Every time I go get my Taco Bell, I'm going to give her a little extra money. So that's what he did. She eventually saved up enough to get an apartment. And she was so excited to tell him about that. So Dave, he went above and beyond again, let his community know what was up, had furniture donated, all kinds of things. And now her and her son, they have a fully furnished apartment that they live in. That's cool. All because Dave asked about an RV one day when he was getting his burrito. Yes. Yeah, pretty cool. One, that's why you should eat more burritos. Yeah. That's right. The more burritos you eat, the more giving you are. Mm-hmm. You know, the more inquisitive you are. I've heard that. That's a good. <laughs> also, other things happen. But that, that's, a, that's a side effect. All right. The great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox traveled to Las Vegas last weekend for a work event, and you ran into singer-songwriter Travis Denning. Yeah, I was walking. I was like, man, that looks like him at the normal airport about to get on a Southwest flight. Like, he flies normal planes, but and so I went up and just, you know, kind of bombarded him. Here's a clip of Travis Denning's song. But after a few drinks, it's always... I think it's funny that... You feel like everybody's rich that's in music. Yeah. I mean, when you got hits, you should be flying private. And I and I noticed him, really, you want to know what made me notice him? Was his long hair. Because he's grown it out? Yeah, he's grown it out. And I was like, there's only one guy that has hair like that, and it's Travis Denning. <laughs> More than one guy. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Here is Lunchbox's one-minute interview in the airport terminal. Man, it's long hair, don't care, Travis hey, Denning. Hey, oh, my hey, goodness. Damn right, baby. I, I got a question. Now that you're engaged, are people treating you differently? Like women? Well, yeah, They women. never liked me in the first place. Okay. <laughs> but, like, men, are they like, man, oh, it's so cool you're getting married. Ah, you know, Some men have been like, 
you know? Yeah. Thought I had my shot, but no. So you're going to Las Vegas. Uh, what are you going to do in Vegas? Do you play, you gamble? Uh, I do. I play craps, um, but I probably won't this trip because we're going to be there for like eight hours. Oh, that's it? Like literally, we, well, I say, hey, we'll be there for like 12 or 14 hours. We fly home at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Okay, cool. And I, I'm just glad to see you're keeping it real flying southwest. You don't fly private. Yeah, absolutely not. Well, this is this is private. It's just there's 160 other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Travis Denny, thank you so good much, man. You, hey, good to see you. Good to see you. That's because of the hearty laugh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did he know he was being interviewed or was this a I hidden? I, I don't know. Nope. Okay. No, I feel nope. like. Oh, he said. didn't. He nope. thought you were attacking him aggressively just in normal yep. life. Wait. Yep. Just had my phone in my hand and what I what I do? Just start talking and get it going. Wait. And then at the end I told him, thanks for the interview. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Now I'm just, I figured Lunchbox had his phone out and he's like, hey, you mind if I ask you a few questions no, to no, play no. on the show? But instead, he thought you were at the beginning just kind of like, hey, man, so now that you're engaged, <laughs> do you guys treat you funny? Yeah, awkward question. What a weird question if you're not being interviewed. <laughs> Listen, you have to get them a natural reaction. If you go into interview mode, they give interview answers. If you just go straight up natural and just start from the jump, like, hey, you get the real reaction. And that's what we got there at the airport, Terminal D5. Okay. Uh, let's do the morning corny with Amy. The morning corny. Why does Santa have so many gardens? Why does Santa have so many gardens? So he can ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Amy, give us a fish update because we all made bets on how long your fish would live. Fish is alive. Yes. Not only is the fish alive, there's a new tank situation involved with, like, rocks and plants. And, I mean, we've gone all in because we had, well, I wasn't even in on buying this fish. But I guess when my husband bought the fish, he was with the kids, he said, if you keep it alive for more than seven days, we'll we'll, we'll get a real tank. Because we were just using a bowl that we had at home. So we're alive. New tank, new system. We're good to go. I think now it's going to live forever, basically. Because it's got a lid and a light. Is everybody remembering to feed it? (laughs) Well, everybody, so she was in charge. The fish now lives in her room. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're all trying not to get too attached to it, though. Like, we even still, like last night I was reading to her before bed, and she, she even looked at me and she said, oh, the fish, it's floating. And I turn, I look at it, she's like, just kidding. Like, we all joke that it's going to die, too, just so that oh, we Oh, that's don't. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's, fish doesn't like that. For my next routine. <laughs> so, it's so we don't get sad if it actually does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wish I had done that with my grandma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So here's the thing. The tornado hit and it. we were lucky where we are is that there were tornado warnings and they were saying there's, there's um, rotations, but it never actually hit where we were. Uh, it, it did hit up in Kentucky a lot worse than where we are. But we had to, you guys all had to go to, and shelter in place yes. because of that. Raymundo sent out a text to you saying, go grab the fish for my bet, please, as you guys were sheltering. Yes. So, yeah, so we have a show text. We were all on, like, making sure everybody's okay. And I'm like, yes, we're in a closet under the stairs, got the dog, got the cat. We're good. And then Ray replies, go get the fish for the bet. And, I mean, he's not wrong. We definitely forgot the fish. And we were already sheltered in place, like sirens, like watching it. Like, we didn't want to leave the closet. So the fish was upstairs, and did anyone go get the fish after that text? No. Oh, oh. again, we're trying. And not you made to a get joke about attached. that, right? <laughs> ah, the fish. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, but nobody, that's just where we, the fish is still new that we forgot to bring the fish into the closet. But next well, time. Lunchbox guest December 8th of this year. So the fish has lived a, a week past. Dang. I made a bad mistake on that. I think once I looked back at the bet, I should have picked the day after you. Um, well, that's Eddie and Raymundo kind of got into that mix up there. But yeah. um, I picked January 4th. Okay, this so is when the fish time. will die. Yeah. Eddie picked December seventh, twenty twenty two. So I've got January till basically May or June. Yeah, and oh. I felt good about it until she said that she bought that all that accessories and the tank and everything. Dude, this thing could live for five years, and we'd <laughs> well, all be out. Ray picked one day before you. <laughs> okay, so if he lives beyond the yeah. year mark, I win. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amy, buy more stuff. I might even stop by and feed the fish after work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but y'all are saying we're weird at our house for, like, Stashira making a, Mom, look, the fish is floating joke. But yet here, we're betting on when the fish is going to die. We're not really betting on when the fish will die. We're betting on when you will kill the fish. Right. There's a yeah, difference. It's you. Yeah, totally yeah. different. It's you we're betting on more than the fish. Gotcha. We're betting against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the fish is alive and rolling. <laughs> yeah, Victor's good to go. Good for you. <laughs> All right, let's go around the room. We will draft our favorite Christmas movies. And then we so kindly ask that you go vote at bobbybones.com on the full team of movies. Like, if you only had three movies, what were the three that you would take? We're all going to draft teams of three. Raymundo, you have the first pick in the Christmas movies draft. Go ahead. Don't know if this is the best, but my wife would kill me if I didn't because she quotes it all the time. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All right. I'm going to go with the second pick. I'm going to go with Elf. Yeah, that's ah. good. Dang it. Those are two good ones. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elf. Go on. Amy? Home Alone. You know, not a Christmas movie, so you're, you're eliminated. Wow. You've been, you've been disqualified. But it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, you, you can put whatever. Hey, you know what? If you wanted to put Born on the Fourth of July, you could. But Home Alone <laughs> is strong and you know it. Don't hate. I would never pick that. Okay. Well, I would. Because I am hating. Lunchbox. Man, I, I mean, it was tough. Uh, cause Ray took National Lampoons. Oh, I know it. I, I know what I'm going. A Christmas story. Red Rider BB gun will shoot your eye out, son. Eddie. <sighs> Man, you guys took some good ones there. Um, I'm going to go with Love Actually. Dang it. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know the ladies <laughs> like it. So I'm going with Love Actually. That was my wife. Okay. We all have our first. Now, to, to equalize... The first pick. Now we go backward. And Eddie, you have the first pick of the second round. Okay. Now we're talking. My favorite Christmas movie of all time from 1940 something. Oh it's a Wonderful Life. Everyone loves it. Eddie has love actually, and it's a Wonderful Life so far. Okay, Lunchbox. Oh, man. You ever seen that one with Tim Allen called The Santa Claus? Shoot. It's a good one. Lunchbox has a Christmas story and The Santa Claus. That's Amy. What I wanted. Okay, I'm going to go Four Christmases. Is that a movie? <laughs> what is that? With Reese Witherspoon? Oh, okay. Good. And Vince Vaughn? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I believe you. I just didn't know if that was a movie or not, or if yeah. it was like an internet bit or something. No, it's a movie. Okay. Highly successful. Very good. Mm-hmm. So you have Home Alone and Four Christmases. Yes. Okay, um, it's over to me. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dang it! Ah! I my sleeper. You just stole that one. So I have Elf and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Ray? 
Miracle on 34th Street, the newer one, it was like 1994, not that old junk. Well, just put them both down. You, you can just you have can just the movie. You just say it, yeah. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Unless you just want to put not that old junk beside it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray has a vac- Christmas vacation at Miracle on 34th Street. All right, we have one more round, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that many movies, so I've run out of them. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm struggling. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to pick Batman Forever, maybe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Die Hard. Yeah. Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like those on the edge type movies. Okay, Ray, last pick. Man, I want to say Bad Santa, but you can't watch that with the kids. That one's really vulgar, and I think there's some bad stuff in it. But you can pick it if you want. Nah, I'm trying to go family style. People aren't going to know this one, but I'm telling you, it's awesome. Watch it with your family and then vote. It is Daddy. That's not, not going to happen, but okay. <laughs> Daddy's Home 2. Oh, so good. Yeah, it, I mean, for whatever reason, what? it's never on any list. <laughs> Me and my wife watch it every Christmas, so oh. Daddy's Home 2. That's funny. Sounds like a movie that maybe you shouldn't watch with kids, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Kids love it. Yeah. I'm just saying it sounds like, you know. It's yeah. good. It's got Wahlberg in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bunch of the stars. So Ray's whole team is Christmas Vacation, Miracle on 34th Street, and Daddy's Home 2. Daddy's Home 1 didn't make it? That one's not Christmas, and you don't even have to watch that one to get to. Okay. I'm going to go with... Oof. I don't have... Yeah, there's not a lot. I'm going to go with The Holiday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's on my list because my wife has seen it, but I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jack... Is that the Jack Black one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my team is Elf, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and The Holiday. Amy? I'm going to go with um, Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Lunchbox. Man. You know, when I think of Christmas, <laughs> He's I think stalling. of Santa Claus. And- I heard Santa Claus, too. There is Santa Claus too, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something called the Polar Express. Dang it. I knew it. I knew he was going to do that to me. Is that what you had? Yes! There's nothing left, Bones! <laughs> I've, I've never seen Polar Express. <laughs> I have a couple. There's it's some a, left. There's some left. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I, I have uh, a Christmas Carol. What's that? I, 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 it's just the old Charles Dickens. Oh, that's uh, sticking your wheelhouse. Those are yours. Tim? Tiny Tim. Those are yours. So, A Christmas Carol. Am I the last one? Yeah. Or A Nightmare Before Christmas. I have Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know, guys. I, I really have no clue <laughs> what's good here. I'm left with nothing, so just give me A Christmas Carol. Okay. What about Scrooged? See, I had that. With but Bill Murray? Oh, yeah. It is so funny, and it's my father-in-law's favorite Christmas movie. We watch it every Christmas. But I'm like, I don't know if enough people watch this. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Gremlins, Die Hard, Batman Forever, I had all those. And yeah. Bad Santa was one of mine, Ray, but you're right. I was scared that it was going to scare off the family. Is Batman Forever a Christmas movie? What'd you say, Mike? It's, I mean, yeah, it's got Christmas in it. When I, when I Googled things, it popped up. So then up, you can't hate on Home Alone being on there if you were going to choose I mean, that's, die hard. that's a hill that I've already decided I'm going to die on. Okay. okay. You just can't. Yeah, so you're just, just sticking with it. I'm never going to let that go. Yeah. You know, you, you don't even agree with yourself Yes, anymore. I do. I agree with myself wholeheartedly. <laughs> you know what? I support me. I'll be honest. Okay. Alright, that's what's up. Go vote at bobbybones.com. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A grandfather and a grandson were heading out, you know, to go hunting at 4 a.m. and they're driving. 
and they see a car on the side of the road and a woman standing outside the vehicle holding their baby. And the grandson, Cole, says, Grandpa, you got to pull over. And the baby's not breathing. Well, luckily, Cole was in the military and had done some EMT training. And he gets the baby, notices there's something stuck in the throat, clears the passageway. Boom! Baby breathing again before EMT arrives and saved the baby's life. Woohoo! How lucky. Yeah. For the mom and the baby that they were driving by. Yeah, they had called. She had called 911, but they hadn't arrived yet. And so EMT said, if you didn't pull over, I think the baby would have been a goner. Wow. When you clear someone's throat, and I'm asking some people who don't know, so mm-hmm. just all the <laughs> listeners understand that. Search and rescue. That I'm asking people who don't know the answer to this. If you try to clear the throat and it's choking, do you push it down if you can't pull it up? Huh? Oh, I don't know about you, that. Because let's say. Stick let's your say, finger in there and stick yeah, it you try to. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you try to scoop you it out. Throat. You scoop. I, oh, I don't know. And again, I don't know either, I, but I act like I do. I'm like, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. From my training bones yes, that I've you had to trained. take a couple times, yes. and I don't have a, a terrible memory, so I don't really remember, <laughs> but I think they said pull it out. Okay, but what if you, but in. what if you, that's my point. If you can't scoop and pull it out, do you just shove it down I more? just don't think your finger or whatever you're pushing it down with is going to go far enough so it can get through the throat. Yeah, that, Does that I makes sense. That pushing you it don't want to make it good. worse. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand so that. So, like, if you can't reach it, do you get the coat hanger and scoop? <laughs> oh, no. That's, the, that's my question. Like, if you can't get to it or, or you, you can't pull it out. Okay, so I say you push it further down and then you use your fingers to massage the the neck area okay. to push it down more? No, I have, I've done that. <laughs> no, my friend did that what are we on their about? dog. Was choking on a bone and massaged it down. And See? Got it. See? Uh, it's, uh, no, no, when I said that, you said I was crazy. You no, it's just crazy me. we're talking about this like we have an right, idea. Right. I would compare it to once when I was a kid, I got my head stuck in between uh, the staircase, the, the rails. <laughs> I stuck my head in and I couldn't get it out. So what I did is instead of pulling it out, I just took my whole body and went all the way through it. Smart. The same way that I wonder about that. That's what they say about a fishing hook. You know, since you can't pull the fishing hook out, just cut the other end and just take the fishing hook out the way it went in. Just keep going straight. I hope you guys have learned a lot <laughs> listening to this segment. <laughs> what are we talking about? I did preface it by saying nobody knows the answer to this. Okay, that's a great story, though. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Tried the Calm app again last night. Not a commercial. They, didn't, they don't pay me to talk about this. Um, I I tried McConaughey reading me a story, a weird. Um, listened to some stuff about the Nile River. But last night we did Beauty and the Beast. I guess I've never seen Beauty and the Beast before. I didn't realize that dad was a merchant and ended up having to give his daughter up to the Beast because he stole the rose. Oh. Whoa. Like, yeah. I don't think they covered that in the movie, <laughs> did they? Oh, they don't? I don't know. <laughs> I never watched they do, kind of, uh, Beauty and the Beast. But the, the dad was a merchant, was trapped in the forest. He was lost. And he found this castle. And they welcome him. And he sees a rose that's beautiful. And he picks it to take it home to his daughter. And they're like, you stole a rose. So in exchange, and he's like, well, I have three daughters. I'll give you one of them. And so that daughter goes. And I'm like, well, that dad sold her out. Mm-hmm. But you were supposed to be calm while you're listening to this. Oh, I'm yeah, not. I'm just going, what? Like, this dad didn't do a good thing. Um, and then I actually fell asleep before. I didn't hear how it ended. So <laughs> maybe I'll continue it tonight. But I got to the part where, because her name in the story is Beauty. Because is it Belle in the movie? Yes. yes. Well, they, her nickname's Beauty. They name her Beauty. And there's Beauty and then there's the Beast. And I don't know yet what happens. All I know is he's a wolf man of some sort. <laughs> and I, I assume, because I've seen the... A tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. And they, they're dancing in the music video with Angela Lansbury. And so... She's the teapot. 
I imagine that they fall in love and something happens, but I don't know yet. So if you're like me and you don't know what happens in the Beauty and the Beast, tune into tomorrow's show oh, because I'm going to update you. Yeah, yeah. But I fell asleep before it was over. And I woke up and I was like, dang, how'd that beast turn out? <laughs> but I don't know if I'm into the call map. I say that. But I've fallen asleep in two two nights in a row. I know, and it seems like you're excited to go to bed no, tonight to not find true. out. Not true. No, I don't need to be excited going to bed. Okay. But it, if I do hear the end of it, because I have another one queued up too. Which is who's the guy from Parks and Rec that, that also was like a wood wood cutter? Oh, what's his know. name? The guy, the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Nick That's Offerman. It. Yeah, he was. Like, been on our show before, right? Uh, Nick Offerman does one called. The Big Bad Wolf Goes to Anger Management. That one I'm looking forward to a little bit. <laughs> okay. That sounds funny. Yeah, so what I do is I take my phone and I turn it on. I play it on the speaker next. Because the good thing is it just shuts off after it's over. And so I play it next to my bed. Caitlin listens to it too and fall asleep. And as much as I'm making jokes, I've actually fallen asleep the last couple of nights. I woke up in the middle of the night last night for a little bit. But I'll go to a sleep doctor and figure out what's what's up there. It could be related to my IBS. It could be related to yeah. my brain issues. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But right now, I'm really excited to see how the Beauty and the Beast ends <laughs> up. Uh, Keith Urban also, and I haven't listened to any music. They have like sleep soundscapes on there. Uh, Keith Urban has an hour-long song called I Am Home. Ooh. It's a full hour-long song that puts people to sleep. Here's an excerpt from the hour-long version. I'll pass out right now. I mean, <laughs> it also sounds like he sang this in like five minutes and they just slowed it down. Yeah. <laughs> You'll think of me. Sounds like this could be on Nine Perfect Strangers. That was all. Yeah. Did you finish that? No, I did not finish oh, it. That's good. That is good. It. That's so good. good. Amy, what were you going to say? Oh, just, yeah. Like, do you, is some of this like looped or was Keith sitting there for an hour oh, yeah, recording good it? I don't know. I should ask him that. I just did a Bobbycast with them that's over an hour long. We split it into two parts. So if you're looking for a podcast, go check out the Bobbycast from this last Friday and this Friday coming up. Because I mean, it's like an hour and a half all in. But we really get down to the, dare I say it, nitty gritty. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dirt band. Hey, unlike you've ever heard Keith Urban before, mm-hmm. him and I, chit-chatting it up, getting wow. down to. One-on-one. Say it with me. The, the nitty gritty. That's right. All right, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Uh, a little boy in Australia shocked his dad. He got on Uber Eats and ordered $1,000 worth of ice cream. Uh, Christian King used the Uber Eats app on his dad's phone to order close to $1,500 oh in ice cream and gelato, including a personalized birthday cake. <laughs> the massive Hilarious. order was sent to his dad's work at the fire department he works at. Uber Eats is giving back Chris's money. Chris also pointed out to the company that unusual orders should be verified with the customer. Yeah, that's got, got that, that from the Guardian. Large. I mean, but he works at a firehouse. At least maybe they were able to enjoy a treat or have some space to freeze it. I don't think he kept it. Well, I do. You do? Yeah, what what else are you going to do with it? it? Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I would think that if you really wanted to get one over on Uber Eats, you make a really dumb, crazy order. And then just like, no, what means my two-year-old? <laughs> even, though, even though you wanted it all. Well. Pull I mean, that off. Maybe that's what happened. I love this report. People who leave parties without saying goodbye save up to two days per year. Okay, that's you. Mm -hmm. Saying goodbye to friends at parties may seem like the obvious and polite thing to do. This is from Double Bay Today. But a new report shows it may be costing us time. Researchers show that 
Well, you spend all this time saying goodbye to people when you could just leave and they wouldn't care and you wouldn't waste that time and all that waste of time ends up to about two days. Except yeah. for when people are like, where did Bobby go? Nobody cares. Nobody cares oh, where I went. He left without saying bye? No. Where did Bobby go? He probably left without saying right. goodbye. That's typical Bobby, say. yeah. Yeah. Well, we know no it's No one cares Bobby, if I do but- the tour. No one wants me to do the tour. <laughs> Heck, nobody's happy I was there. Let's be honest about both of those. Um, but if, if there are a couple people that I'm extremely close to, I'll go up and be like, Hey, don't make any sudden moves, but I'm out of here. You don't even say bye, though, at your own things. You I just go, to bed. go to your room. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so, hey, if there's one thing, I'm consistent, right? That's it. A mm-hmm. uh, Florida man used a flamethrower to settle a parking dispute. That's pretty baller, huh? Awesome. Well, baller in the movie sense. Like, it looks dynamic. Yeah. Not in real life. How do you get one of those? A Florida man is angry over his neighbor's parking habits and sprayed fire from a commercial flamethrower toward a car with three teenagers inside of it. No one was hurt. Andre Abrams, 57, of Gainesville, is facing three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intending to kill. He posted his bond. He's awaiting decision. I guess just having a flamethrower seems cool. (laughs) Because I've never seen one in real life. I'm not. It's not appealing to me at the moment. I don't even think I'd really like to have one. It just seems cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's from ClickOrlando.com. Finally, I read this story. I was very interested in this. Apple is releasing a new feature that will come in handy in the event of a user's death. It's called Digital Legacy, and it's being released in the newest iPhone update because what's happened is people die and their family can't get into their phone. So what you can do, you can choose people. It's basically your phone will. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you can pick someone. Like, if I die, this person can open and get into my phone. Up to five users can be selected to access the data stored in the cloud. Although, let me say this. I don't want to be in my stuff. Like, there's almost nothing more private than a person's complete picture roll. Mm-hmm. But like, you're dead. You're dead, though. Who cares? I don't need you see. And I don't have any pictures of my wiener. But. Just, just let everyone know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> now we are. Yes, you were. Yes, <laughs> no, we were. No, we, no, we weren't. No, we really weren't. No yeah, trust me. Trust no. me. Our <laughs> listeners were. Is anybody in this room <laughs> no. thinking? No. Yes, yeah. trust me. Listeners okay. were. Okay. Um, but it, that's a very private thing because you take a lot of pictures too you, that you don't really want other people to see. They're just for you. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it sounds great. I keep walking toward the fact that I do I'm have like, pictures. Stop no. talking. But uh, that is helpful though. Like mm-hmm. that's good. Luckily, I mean, when my dad passed away earlier this year, we had to call some people to let them know, and we my dad was the only one with their contact info, and luckily we knew his code. But, I mean, there was times where I was scared to open up text messages with some of his girlfriends. Where I was like, exactly. I don't know. But, I mean. We- get into my text. Yeah. I've probably been doing big deals over there. <laughs> I don't need people to know about. Uh, that's from C- CNBC. All right. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let's go over and talk to Sarah in Arkansas right now. Sarah, we appreciate you calling. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. I was calling to revisit the favorite Christmas movies discussion, and I don't think I heard anyone say Love Actually. Did anyone draft Love Actually? Yeah, that was my number one. Oh, yeah, Eddie got it. Oh, in the beginning. Yeah, Eddie Mm -hmm. got it in the first round. Okay, good. That is the best. Maybe not the most kid-appropriate, but absolutely should be at the top of every adult Christmas movie list. Yeah, but what about Elf? Come on, you talk about the best. That's okay. One of the best. Okay, close second. Okay, just, close make, second. just making sure here. Uh, you guys can go look at our list at bobbybones.com and vote. 
and uh, we did a draft, and you did take Love Actually number one. I did, and honestly, I've actually never seen it, but I know oh. that people love that movie, so I picked it. Poser! We got a holiday <laughs> poser! Um, first round picks for everybody. I'll kind of read down them real quick. Uh, I have Elf. Raymundo took Christmas Vacation. Amy put Home Alone. Lunchbox put A Christmas Story, and Eddie put Love Actually. So the whole teams are up there at bobbybones.com if you guys want to go and vote. Uh, Sarah, everything good with you? Everything's good. Also, Bobby, my nine-year-old could not believe that you've never seen Polar Express. Mm-hmm. And we have tickets to see it at our local theater next week. So there's an open invitation if you would like to join us. Ooh, let me check my calendar. I honestly can't <laughs> leave home for a while. I, I've had Caitlin gone in another country for a month. I'm not touring next year for the first you know, half of the year. I, I kind of made her a deal. I was like, if you come with me for a month. And because basically, basically she just sat in a hotel room. Come with me for a month. I'll stay off the road for the most part in the first half of 2022. And so we, I don't, I would love, I appreciate the invitation, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. When Caitlin- not true. I'm still doing some corporate stuff. I'm still doing some, some stand up and some events, okay. but we had, we made a deal. Yes. Oh yeah. No. Well, I was just going to say when Caitlin told me that part of the deal, I, I gasped. <laughs> I was like, Oh Wow. Like, that's quite the change, and in a good way for you and her, and I'm thankful that you're, you know, she put out that request, you responded, you saw it was important. I put out the first request going, hey, come for a month with me and leave everything behind right. and, and be in a crappy hotel. And yes, we made that deal, but also I can't do another TV show next year because I'm under contract with this one that I haven't been you able to talk about yet. You don't have to yet. add that part. No, 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 but I'm saying I'm not even going to tour. I'm not okay. doing anything. Yeah. I'm basically just going to sit on the couch. Yes. Mm-hmm. We both know that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I am trying to, for some reason, you know what's really important to her? Family. Oh, wow. Look yeah, I'm that. trying to learn. Imagine that. Yes, I'm trying to learn. I was at therapy yesterday. I want to have a new therapist. I went yesterday. It was great. And that's what we talked about. Like, I'm, I'm transitioning, trying to transition from just being me, the sun, and the solar system in every solar system I'm in to actually just also being a planet. Oh, wow. That's deep. It's tough. It's tough for me because I've, I've always been by myself from a kid all, all the way until, you know, met her. But she's also doing a little bit of the opposite where she's all been so family oriented. And now here I am, run 100 miles an hour trying to accomplish everything. But she's also been giving back in the same way. that. So we're trying to meet in the middle. We're trying to go full Diamond Rio on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I start walking her way. She starts walking here, mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but thank you for that invite. Sarah, appreciate that, and thank you for the call. Yeah, of course. Hopefully, Northwest Arkansas is on your tour stop next year. Northwest Arkansas will be on my stop of me just going to Razorback games. I mean, I'll be there because that's not work. Uh, but yes, but she can't come see you at a Razorback. Game. Why not? I'll be sitting. Just come up and say hi. <laughs> you have to be going to a game. She uh, means go to like game, then. going to you see buy tickets. you all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, thank you, Sarah. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Uh, let's talk to Trey in Virginia. Trey, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm on. Well, that you are. We, but this is recorded. These are, We're robots, so uh, enter your message now. Oh, okay. No, well, I'm just I, kidding. We're here. We're really here. I'm just stop. kidding. Go ahead. You got me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was calling because a friend of mine posted a video on TikTok a week or two ago, and it now has going on 30 million views and we're just 
regular people, and it's her um, her kids spray painting her car, and it's pretty hilarious. I was wondering if you guys had seen it. I haven't seen it. Was it set up? No, it was not set up at all. It was called on her ring camera. And why was the kid spray painting the car? So it was, um, they were getting ready to go to dinner, so she told her kids to go out in the garage and get her shoes on, or get their shoes on, and he just decides to get the spray paint, and he says, car wash, and he starts spraying the car, and the, the other brother, who's only one year older, he's five, the one that did it is four. And um, he's like, oh, no, mom is going to be so mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> and he just keeps spray painting. Eddie, what would you do to your kids? <laughs> I would oh kill gosh. them. I would kill them. That's crazy. They spray painted the car. Like, you have to get a whole paint job. That's unbelievable. I, I do. Honestly, I would yeah. just sit there for probably an hour and be like, I cannot believe they did this. What are we going to do? I'm watching it now. <laughs> yeah. And that looks like a nice SUV. <laughs> Dang. Uh, hey, Trey. Well, I, there, there you have what, what we would do. Um, thank you for the call. This thing has so right, many views. Yeah, no, I mean, it has so many views. Uh, thanks, Trey. I appreciate that. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, let's go talk to... Let's do one more real quick before we get into Ray's story. Let's talk to Stephanie in Tampa, who was on the phone. Hey. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right. So I listened to your bit about choking this morning, and it made me hurt. You don't ever blind sleep. You don't put your finger in there if you can't see the food because you'll push it further down into the airway and make it harder to get out. Exactly my point. If it's a baby, (laughs) you let gravity work. You hold the baby face down, tilted, and you kind of hit the back of their chest a little bit. What about holding it by the feet and holding it like, like upside down? I mean, if it's choking, I guess it won't hurt. Yeah. Well, we, on the show earlier, in a Tell Me Something Good, we are talking about uh, the, the kid choking, and then we started to go, would it ever be a good move to push it down if you can't pull it up? We, well, you. You do. You, but, you. But no, we all talked about it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And I asked the question, and I also said, I don't know the answer to this, <laughs> mm-hmm. so don't point fingers at me. <laughs> I was just asking the question. But, Stephanie, you are telling us that you are not to do that. Do not do that because you're pushing it further into the airway, not the stomach. It's in the airway. But what if the baby's so, so small you could push it down to the stomach? You're still fighting it's for not this. In the, it's in the airway already. I'm saying not all, not everything medically has been discovered yet. And mm-hmm. Maybe there's a way from the airway into the stomach. Well, I don't want with to a find single out. push. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, Stephanie, thank you. I'm sure so, you're right, and I'm an idiot. No blind Thank you, guys. All right, bye bye. You want to talk about what Ray won? Of course. Ray, oh. so you open up your email when? Uh, a week ago. Okay, and what's the subject? You're a winner of this month's trip. Who sent it? iHeart. Uh, who at iHeart? Like, what did it say? Like, info at iHeart, bosses at iHeart? Win at iHeart. Okay, and so you're a winner of this month's trip because they do give away <sighs> random trips to people. They do? Yeah! At times. They give oh. away, sure, and even with this group, they were giving away trips to iHeart Radio Music yeah. Festival. And oh. You have to read these emails, and sometimes you got to click links okay. or whatever, and you enter to win, and man. So you see that in the subject, then what? Well, it said two first-class plane tickets, front-row tickets to watch... Kiss in Austin, Texas. Want to rock and roll all night? What? And party How does he every get day? this? How are you a big Kiss fan? Not really, but I can be. <laughs> Where are they playing? Well, it said Austin, Texas, so I hit up my buddy Billy and I go, "Dude, I'm coming to town. I got free tickets. Me and Bazer, we're gonna watch Kiss." And he goes, "Kiss." 
they still tour? And I go, yeah, apparently. And so I started looking at their tour schedule, and but I didn't really see an Austin date. Mm-hmm. They just tour overseas in Amsterdam and like private shows. Sometimes our company does private shows. Wow. Yeah, it could be that. So I hit our company up and I just said, hey, guys, how do I do these tickets? And then what are the dates? I need to let Bones know. And they told me I got fished. Uh. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Why are you so happy? He didn't do anything wrong. That is great. That is great. I've been sitting here thinking, man, I'm so mad Ray won a trip. But now I'm so happy Ray got fished. Ha! Ray, Good. I don't did- have anything to be jealous about. Okay. Did you give them any sensitive information? or? No. The email did have a QR code that I was supposed to scan, and I didn't. Oh, luckily. Yeah. I think that it got into my phone then, and then they go through your iPhone wallet or whatever. So you're not going to Austin? No, it was a total scam. They said somebody broke into our firewall or something. Oh, man. I was going to say, when at iHeartMedia sounds fishy. Like, that's a weird address. But so was the email they sent out. <laughs> you're right. Everybody got gift cards, and I refused to click it. I'm sorry that happened, Ray. But you know what? I'm going to send you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Abby, you got your money back from when you were hacked, right? You're all good. Did you ever get back into that crypto account or whatever you had? No, I'm still not in yet. So what what do we learn here? We need some message, some life message between you two. What do we learn here? <laughs> I don't, don't do shady things. Right? I, I mean, I never gave any info up. I never lost money. But okay, it's not what we... You, didn't, you don't have to lose in order to learn. Triple check. This happened to you. You didn't click anything, right? What you learned is... Unless you know exactly what it is, don't click. Yeah, I learned there's Russian bots trying to steal your money. And also, if it comes from a weird email address, win. But it's hard not to click on a free trip, man. It's, it's not. But oh, man. Doesn't our company email, <laughs> doesn't it, it's like there's a filter because when it's coming from internal, there's big bold letters that say internal. And if it's external, big bold letters that say external. Never heard of that. I honestly no, haven't been means. in my really? company account in about two years. <laughs> Neither oh, have I, but I do know that that happens. Ray, did it say internal or external? It does say external. <laughs> okay, well, there people, you go. That, yeah. in, in parentheses, it goes, you're being hacked. And Ray's like, no, 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 let me check it out. Okay. It is actually in yellow. It does say this message originated outside of the company. Yep. Oh, you idiot. I, I, I wondered about that part. <laughs> All right, you guys can call us if you'd like. Questions, <laughs> comments. I didn't know that part of it. That it told him basically there, like you're uh, being hacked. Uh, 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. I almost put Yellowstone in my top five TV shows of 2021, but it wasn't on enough. Oh, because it started so late? Yeah. It started so late, and they kept delaying it this whole week. I mean, and I'm not even caught up this year. So just know I love Yellowstone, but I did not put it on my list. Okay. At number five, I put on uh, The Way Down. Oh, yeah. Which is that documentary on HBO. And doesn't have a lot of episodes, but we just talked about it so much. It's lived in my head for so long. <laughs> They're going to come back next year with more of it. Oh, we got to talk about the NPR talking about Amy. Oh, yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes, 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 yes. I forgot about that. Yes, yes, we do. Why oh, my they, goodness. Like, why did they wait, call wait, wait. my name okay, out hold and on, not hold anybody on. else's name? <laughs> we got to come back to this in a second. That just... I mean, think about it. Yeah, it's awesome. No, NPR I called out Amy. <laughs> First oh. and last name. Yeah. Love it. Oh, no. You got okay, a shout so, out. So, Mike, I'm going to get back to that. I know we have a lot to talk about, but holy moly. Were you thinking I wouldn't talk about it? I was hoping. 
I was like, you didn't bring it up to me. Heck, no, I didn't. <laughs> Who brought it up? To Probably me? Eddie. Eddie did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gone. I was gone, and I was like, no way. NPR's talking about how full of crap Amy is. <laughs> it was good stuff. Okay, but Eddie was also full of crap, and they mentioned that, but they don't yeah. call him out by name. They didn't say my name on that. <laughs> we'll come back to it. The way so down. Annoying. At number five, it is a documentary about a cult church. The, the the founder of it dying, the scandal is mm-hmm. it's crazy. Okay, that's on HBO Max. Number four, only murder in the building. Oh yeah, so good. It really, is really good, good and wholesome feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not for kids because they do say the f word. I think <laughs> yeah, a lot, but it also it's a feel good. It's funny. It's light, other than some of the language in the murder. But um, it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Who it was the first thing she's ever been in where I really liked her. Yeah, in it. So that was really good. I put that at number four. At number three, and that's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Hulu. <laughs> Hulu. At number three on Netflix, I put Sweet Tooth. Oh, wow. You, you guys didn't that. watch it. It was so good. Okay. And, and, you know, at 98% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. There's a pandemic that hits, and the babies are born weird because of whatever's happening. And this one baby, and they're trying to eliminate these weird, these, these babies that are born different. They're trying to, but he escapes his dad, and it's his journey as he tries to not be, be caught. Okay. It's great. It's so good. Number two, WandaVision on Disney+. And that you can watch with the kids. Yeah. It took a couple episodes for me to figure out what was going on, but then I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision at two and number one wasn't even close. Oh, Ted Lasso. No. Oh. What? Ted Lasso was probably at like six. Number one. Breaking Bobby Bones was up there in the top ten. Oh, oh. yeah, that's not number one? Mm, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> number one, not even close. It might have been my favorite of the past five years. But it, so it's not oh, succession. Oh, of course. No, no, I got it. I got it. Of course. Squid Game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched oh. it right when it came out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you guys got to watch Squid Game. And then once it got bigger and bigger, I kind of dropped it because I don't want to seem like I was just trending. <laughs> Squid Game was awesome. Loved it. So those are my top five shows, and Squid Game is on Netflix. So, and let's get back to number five, The Way Down. Do I have a sheet on this mic or no? Yeah. Uh, no, my screen's frozen. Well. Yeah, it's frozen. Uh, so, oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. So The Way Down is this documentary. This this church that is being considered a cult. It's, by me, it's considered a cult, right? Um, it's 12 minutes from my house. It's close to us, but it's the center of this humongous documentary. Well, they the plane crashes into the water and they die at the very beginning of the documentary. But the documentary wasn't about them dying. The documentary was about everything that's been going on. And then right as they're finishing the documentary, they die. So all these conspiracy theories come out. And so we're on and Amy's like, I heard from a friend. Uh-huh. What, exactly <laughs> what you say. I heard from a friend who... What did you say exactly? I heard from a friend who... That the bodies had not been accounted for, all of them, at least hers and maybe the husband. And I'm not the only person in town that had heard that. Of course, I had not fact-checked with the coroner's office or anything. So I was just sharing Just that, say what you said. That it, the conspiracy was that they faked their deaths and... They were, you know, are living somewhere in another country, mm-hmm. start living their best life, like to get away because they knew the documentary was coming out. And yeah. Because the bodies had not been discovered, according to Amy. Yeah. Right. And so NPR, I guess they do a, uh, something on the radio about it. 
or just to write write a story? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how know. they did it. I saw so, the write-up. So my neighbor called me and said, hey, I think NPR is talking about your your radio station and about how somebody on your show is making up stuff about this this plane crash. So I pulled up that article and sent it to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, ho- the hosts of iHeartRadio's Bobby Bone Show broadcast their theories about Shamblin's death this week. They said she faked her death when her, her and her husband's private plane crashed into Percy Priest Lake in May. First of all, not all of us did. But second of all... But you have heard that conspiracy, right? Before yeah, for, me, there's yeah, like you. multiple people that yeah, have I, I have said nothing that. to do with Take this. your name out of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of this. <laughs> Quote, why are there bodies? Why haven't they been found? Host Amy Brown <laughs> yeah, asked. I didn't know they had been found. <laughs> she went on to say that Shamblin's body was never recovered. But none of that is true. Oh, no! come on. <laughs> Rutherford County's medical examiner's office confirms that the remains of all seven pastors were accounted for after the crash and that Shamblin was, in fact, identified through forensic testing. All the passengers were leaders in the controversial diet-focused church. My theory was they took the plane down on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Theory, though, and I don't have any friends that told me that, but my theory was that they knew the documentary was coming out. They took the plane down on purpose. Uh, Amy heard. (laughs) From a friend. From a friend. How do you feel now? I mean, of course, when I read that, I was like, oh, well, this is why we are not the news. <laughs> and <laughs> listeners should not necessarily rely on us for the news. I was sharing that I heard it from a friend and that it was a conspiracy. Um, do we want to get to the part where they bring up what Eddie said and but how it's I haven't not got there true? Yet. I haven't got there no, that's so down down the story. We don't even need to talk about But I mean, about this that. is how people heard from friends. This is how COVID misinformation happens, too. Oh, I heard it from a friend. I yeah. should... You know, oh this is a classic example well, of Well, I wasn't trying to spread okay. COVID misinformation. The show also falsely stated there were recordings from inside the plane. I, I didn't state this. Yeah, Who did? Me. That was me. Well, here we go. Eddie did, but it doesn't mention your name. But the not. National Transportation Safety Board says the small jet was not equipped with a cockpit recorder, and the only audio records available are a few brief interactions between the pilot and air traffic control before crash. All I said, Bones, was that I heard from a friend who's a pilot— <laughs> And said, I've heard these recordings. It's pretty crazy. And I think from these recordings, you can tell that a plane crash actually did happen. Maybe those are the recordings, though. Maybe. I called it a here. black box, okay? I don't know the terminology. My bad. I feel good that there's been, like, some crap that happened on the show in the last couple weeks, and I've had nothing to do with any of it. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible that Amy comes in here telling us, man, they faked their death, and we start believing it. it no, no, I never believed it. My theory was they crashed wow. on purpose. Yeah. And now I'm going to keep things I hear. On the street. No, do not. Why why would you? Why? Don't get scared of these people. Because they're going to get quoted in NPR. Great. Hey, they're just fact checking, and they and they they did their job. We appreciate that, and we acknowledge their fact checks. Yeah, I appreciate it. I literally had not heard, nor did I look to see if the bodies had been identified. No crap, but you were all spouting about it. I know, but it came up, or like. We were talking. I, I also said that the guy from Narcos, Mexico, is still alive in Cuba somewhere, and they they haven't fact checked me on that. Did you see that article, Bones, about the Cuba thing she was talking about? Huh. NPR did one on that too. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> hey, Scuba Steve, what do you, what what's your thoughts on this? I'm um, sure you have something to say. NPR News can quote Scuba Steve, executive producer for the show, doesn't care what you think. Oh, nice. <laughs> but nice. honestly, it's like we're, we're we're an entertainment show. We're here to bro- provide entertainment. It's a conspiracy theory. Who says it's factual or not? I'm like, who really cares? It's just our opinion, our thoughts. And to be f- just to dump a little more of Scuba Steve's uh, thoughts here on this, <laughs> we actually acknowledge too that we we're wrong. Yeah. We, yeah, we have no problem with that. Oh yeah, no. I think it's hilarious that Amy was saying this crap on the air. Oh my gosh, and they wrote not- a story about it. I read Eddie's texted it to me, and I was driving, and I had so much to text. I called him. He didn't. 
answer. Did you call your friend who gave you bad news? I sent it. <laughs> yeah, some friend gave you rotten information. I sent it to them, and they replied back the skull emoji, like dead, <laughs> like because they were laughing so hard. Ugh. Classic, classic yeah. us, huh? Yeah. Hey, am I right? Yeah. Hey, classic us. Oh, it's the it was the worst. Wasn't a good night for me. Really. Well, yeah, because no, I don't want to be. Then I was like, oh, man, we're just having a good time. Like here, we say all the time, we're friends around some microphones. I forget that, yes, we are putting out there to millions of people this, what our thoughts are. And if if we were just having this conversation around the dinner table, it'd be fine. Because I know multiple people have and are because it's been a thing, especially around Nashville. But I have a responsibility as a professional broadcaster. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit irresponsible, but a lot yes. of what we do is. Yes. But yes. I, but I would like to, you know what? You're both fine. As long as oh. you're not. No, like, you're you're both fine. What's I, the fine? Uh, I'm gonna fine you both five dollars. Yeah, you got it. So okay, you both been fined five dollars right. for Damn. spreading misinformation. I will <laughs> pay up right. gladly. Ben Momi, Bobby Bone Show, Bonehead, Story of the Day. This story comes to us from Fairfax County, Virginia. When you're going to go out and steal a car, you think Mustang, Corvette, you know, something cool. No, this guy went and stole a fire truck. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> tough to get away with a fire truck. It's yeah. fun. Probably the most fun. Let's be honest. If you're going to steal something and you have unlimited, you stole a school bus or fire truck. <laughs> the biggest cars cop out there. Cop car ambulance is in there, too. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's cop car, you can go fast. But you're going to get in the most trouble, and it's going to be easy to catch you in all of those. And when you steal it, do you turn the sirens on? You have to. Absolutely. Yeah. You can figure a, it out. What's the point? <laughs> right. You, and you turn on the fire hoses, right? To shoot water. Well, that everywhere. might be hard. You probably have to unwrap them. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about a fire truck, but yes, he went to the fire station, broke in, and stole a fire truck. Oh my gosh. Assuming he was easy to catch. Oh yeah, they just let him on. A, he let him the police on a chase, but yeah, he was arrested. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Don't forget, you guys can call and leave us a voicemail at. Anytime, because we're going to leave in a minute, but the phone lines are still available for you to ask a question, make a comment. Same number that you called during the live show, 877-77-BOBBY. All right. Let's hear from Chris in Springfield, Missouri. I got to ask, are you hosting Survivor? Let me know. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not hosting Survivor. Yeah. Uh, Your picture, it kind of looks like you're doing something like that. Well, I'm in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Jeff Probst hosts Survivor. That's I think they've done 40 seasons of that show. Wow, that's crazy. Because they do two a year sometimes. Wow. Um, no, no, no. I'm not hosting Survivor. But I do see the fact that I was in a jungle habitat wearing clothes that you wear in the jungle. It could look like that. But why am I not hosting any other jungle things? Are there any other jungle things? <laughs> not that we can think of. Jungle Book. <laughs> Ooh, a Narcos documentary. Sure. Ooh, cool. It could be any of that. Uh, but no, no, no. I'm not hosting Survivor. An unreleased Whitney Houston recording made when she was 17 years old was sold last night in a 24-hour auction on the One Of NFT platform. Wow. The winning bid, I didn't tell you how much the bid was yet. You said, wow. What if it was a nickel? (laughs) Because I don't think it is, but Uh, wow, something from her when she was 17. Now being out there, go ahead. The winner of the auction has personal access to Whitney Houston's recording. In their one of vault, it sold for nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. Oh, okay. See, wow. See that now it's that's fair. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, the Whitney Houston one of one NFT, a never before heard demo recording at age seventeen, sold for almost a million bucks. That's a lot. And I don't have any NFTs yet. Yet, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> or not. I, I'm watching them now be devalued a bit. Some are are crushing. 
but I don't know enough about it really to hop in. I may buy some property in the metaverse, though. Oh, don't even know oh, what that is. Oh, the metaverse. Yeah. Someone bought some property next to Snoop Dogg uh, a couple days ago. It's, in the metaverse? Uh-huh. Wow. Is that okay. property that's not really property? Well, you can't actually live there, but your, your meta person can. <laughs> All this stuff is oh, so boy. weird. I can't. I mean, I know that one day this is all going to sound yeah, very normal. Yeah, yeah. It's already started to feel normal. Mm-hmm. What do you think Zoom is? Zoom yeah. is one step closer, and everybody uses it like it's it's now current. Quickly it's, became normal because yeah. of our circumstances. We will be able to do this show and be all be in the same room, but be at home. Wow. Because we'll all be able to see each other. We'll have, it'll be done with avatars. You can build us up to whatever. But we're all together. You can talk. You have your goggles on. Wait, what? You plan on us doing that? I'm saying you can. You can have business meetings from all people all across the world. You put your thing on, you're all in the same room. You can point. Oh, you're crazy. just humans. I yeah. Know. You see each other the same way we see each other now, except maybe I'm a starfish. Huh? Oh, cool. Huh? In space. Yeah. Maybe I'm a screwdriver with a face on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Happy holidays from the Bobby Bones Show. Let them do it.